The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up. Welcome to the Failure to Stop podcast channel, the number one show where police meet society and culture. From the new studio. I am oh, there we go. I was turning your headphones up, not mine. That's why I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, I apologize, guys. Louder. This is the first show from the new studio. And uh, so we're working out all the kinks right now, uh, trying to figure it out. Sorry, we're late. Today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash. Can you hear me? Com. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can't. No, I can't. Oh, well, let's see here. Uh, now you can, right? Yeah. yeah okay. There okay. Go. There, we go. there we go. I was messing with the wrong things. Over I was there. talking all soft and everything. You sounded nice, dollar. Nah, men should not, never, ever talk soft to each other. <laughs> Dude, you can talk no. soft to me with that voice all day. No. Yeah. No, what no. about uh, Morgan Freeman? Could he talk softly to you? You know what? Morgan Freeman is like 90. He's like 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And he never aged. He always he looked 150 years ago. Yeah, that I mean. Do you know that he got his like first role at like 39? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he, he was old. He was up there. That's he didn't he didn't really become really famous till like in his 50s, early 50s. That means I still have a shot. Yeah, we all do. Still got a shot. Yeah, coming up on uh, Morgan Freeman's early days. So I've got to get my butt into gear. Today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com from the new studio that we built ourselves. We still got to do some work on Jay Durrell's set. Uh, got to get him some lights, some better lighting. Um, right before we went live though, the lights went out on the far is it because corner. Because I'm black? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, it's a, I mean, you know. it's a racist equipment. Mm-hmm. The equipment said, we're not going to look good for you right. because you I are- need to be lighter. You yeah. just my my last name is not sufficient. Yeah, you, you, know, you got to. You know, be, my last name is White. Yeah, you got to be more White. My government last name. <laughs> You're, well, do you have a non-government last name? Just an X. I have an X. I sign <laughs> with an X. <laughs> what is that? Call like me the, JX. <laughs> JX. Is that the Morris? Is that what that is? The Morris people that you do know that? What? Sovereign citizens. I like, think so, but you know, I, I, I don't understand them, man. Do I, we just? Yeah, I, I don't understand them. I, I don't really either. Don't. They're confusing. Yeah. You ever pulled one over? You ever pulled over a sovereign citizen? No? Oh, man, I had a whole bunch of them. Now, I didn't initiate the stop, but I pulled in to back up the officer. I had one that went viral. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, and I got called to IA only because it went viral. I didn't do anything wrong. Nothing was crazy. But the guy, like, uh, posted the videos. I forgot his name now. I have to go back and look at it. But when we did the trial, he went by uh, whatever L. And um, the judge just refused to hold him in contempt of court, which really was annoying to me. He just kept threatening it. It's like if you threaten your child, like, I'm going to spank you. You know, have you ever <laughs> met those parents where they're just like, they, they just keep sternly talking to their kid over and over again. And they never, like, I hate when parents do that. If you say, I'm going to beat your ass, did you go to beating that ass next time they fuck up? Let's see. If you say it, you gotta follow through because if you don't, your kid see, will never ever understand the the, the, the black, black parents. They don't give you a warning; they just jump on your ass. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Because they get you give a black kid a warning, they gonna get their ass whooped. We running. Yeah, you gonna have to catch me. Right. <laughs> my mama ain't never. You know, my mom got me one time. I cut up all day, all day. We was out and about shopping. I was showing my ass. My mama didn't do nothing. She fed me McDonald's still, everything. Ooh. I forgot all about the shit I did yeah. during the trip. Right. When we got home, she said, go run you some bath water. Okay. So I go in there and I run the bath water. Yeah. I come back, mommy, the bath water's run. She said, okay, go take your bath before you go to bed. And man, by the time I got naked, had my shirt off, everything. Oh. Soon I stepped out my underwear, I had one toe in the water. Shabam. She came in there with that daggone switch. Bam. Told my ass up. Do you have like a, did you have like a proper switch or was it just whatever she could get her hands whatever, on? Well, she, my mom always kept switches. Switches was yeah. like knives. You know how you have a knife? Right. That's you what we knives. Like. Okay, this is the butcher <laughs> knife. This is the steak knife. Oh, this is the bu- peanut butter knife. You know, stuff yeah. like that. But that's how my mom had switches for my ass. She uh, had different lengths. Yeah. The greener ones are the ones that hurt. 
Okay. And the ones that cut wind were the one like that. Oh yeah, she didn't have nothing. Oh yeah, she had a. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let me get this because you know she gave me the, she had a little short one because yeah. she had it was like close combat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, if we had space, had like the Spartans. where I could run, she would have the long one. Oh. But we was in a tight area in the bathroom, so she had a short one where she could. You know, she was up. Now, close. did your dad ever go to your ass? My dad was just a mom. Thing? My dad was he. My, my dad he had a, a temper, and he would say. I'm not going, you know, if I whoop you, uh, uh, you know, I brought you into this world. I'll take you out. Yeah. You know, that was his saying. And right. I'm sitting there, like, what kind of, that's stupid. You brought yeah. me into where you take me out, you know, until I did something. My father was one of those masculine men. He did not like. Oh, manly man. Yeah. He did not like jogging pants. Okay. I, he said. Where you get them sissy pants from? Oh, the sissy that's a pants. sissy pants. These jogging pants. Daddy. He said, <laughs> ah, if you ain't got a pants that don't have no bill, or you could put a billfold in, those are sissy pants. Because mm. I didn't have a pocket, no pockets. Dude, I love it. Of. He had some. He he had some wisdom because now all the kids wear sissy pants. Yep. But they have pockets. Some of them they have yeah, pockets. Yeah, they now. got the pockets. But but see, yeah, he he was like, no man should wear pants that don't have no pockets where you can put your billfold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think he was right. I think your dad was right. Now, my wife was raised by she by her parents, but she had four sisters. So there wasn't a lot of spanking going on because it's all girls. I guess people who raise girls are different than people who raise boys. But my parents, they did not spare the rod. Mm. I messed around. I found out real quick. And so my son, my oldest son now, he was a wild child at the beginning, in the beginning days. Mm. And when I was gone all day as a cop, my wife, I came home one day and she was like in tears and she, and my son was like four and she's like, I can't control him and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what do you mean you can't control him? He's four years old. Right. She's like, you don't understand. He's out of control. So I go and I have a talk to him. I'm like, look, man, I don't know what's going on around here. You're four years old. Your mother tells you to do something. You're going to do it. But mom's going to call me while I'm at work. If this ever happens again, cause I'm not coming home to my wife crying. Right. And if she calls me and I come home, you are going to get the spanking of all spankings from me because when my wife spanks them, cause I'll be like, you've got to spank him. She's like, I do, I do it. But like <laughs> her swats, it sounds like, well, anyway, we'll get into that in a second. Right. Hers, her weapons are different than mine. Oh, yeah. Let's just go there. So I came home, she called me one day and she, it was happening again. So I come home, I pull my belt off. I make him grab the pine, grab the table. And I yoke him like twice in the ass with this belt. He drops to his knees, can't barely breathe. I mean, just soul left his body. That dude has never, ever gotten a spanking with the belt again. Doesn't even, he doesn't even come close. But now my wife tries to like pick up on that. So she was trying to like deliver some spankings and it would sound like an episode of Roots. She'd uh -oh. be like, whoopsh, 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 whoopsh. I had to run in there one day and he's mm -hmm. like screaming and hollering. I'm like, yo, honey, this isn't like... He this didn't, isn't roots. He didn't holler. He didn't holler. Say, "Whoa, master!" Oh yeah. Well, he was screaming like, you know, what's your Damn. name? My name is Tentaconte. Like your name's Toby, bitch. Mm. And I was like, "Yo, when you spank, you don't like, you don't got to do it like more than twice. You just got to do it two times, really hard. Maybe even one time, really hard. But you can't just go like mediocre five or six times." Like we're back in the 1830s, right, you know what I mean? Right. Like back on the plantation. Well, I mean, you know, 1830s. Some kids, kids learn differently. You know, me growing up, my mom and her sisters, they'll give you that look. Yeah. And then they'll threaten you. Yeah. So, you know, communicate mm -hmm. a threat mm -hmm. in law enforcement terms. <laughs> That's how they would do it. They would communicate a threat. I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down somewhere. Yes, yeah. I do. You be running around. Sit down somewhere. We just playing. Hi, hi. I said, sit down. I'm gonna whoop somebody's ass. And everybody, oh, oh shit, she mean. Yeah. When they man, when my mom, they were threatening you. Yeah. You knew they mean business. Yeah, they got you've got to mean business. That's what I'm That's saying. It. Like when yeah. you say I'm gonna speak, beat your ass, and you keep saying it over and over and over again, and you don't ever produce. And the thing it's ridiculous. It, my mama never had to call my daddy from work. My daddy worked 12, 16 hours. What would happen days. if she called him one time? Well, she never did. But what never if she had, had to? to? Uh, my dad won't come home. He'll be like, put, put him on the phone. Uh, hey, boy, sit your ass down somewhere. Don't, yeah. If I got to if I got to leave work, it's going to be a bad day for you. It's going to be bad for you. I'm going to kill you. 
you know, I'm gonna kill yeah, you. <laughs> you know, and and in my mind, I know a killing is an ass whooping with a yeah. switch. You right. know, it won't. He was literally no, right, right, right. Like I'm gonna smoke life, you. I'm gonna smoke the but shit. But he gonna out be, you. you know, my dad whooped me one time so bad. He he jokes about it. He'll still joke about it today, even though I'm a comedian. I'll be sitting there. That ain't funny. He was like, it is funny. It's funny. But he used to talk about. He said, I used to whoop you, boy. You made me so mad, and I whooped you so bad. One time, I had to give you resuscitation, uh, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. <laughs> I had to bring you back to life. Like, is that true? No, I don't I don't remember it. That's what I'm saying. You know, he, he tried to be a joker. I said, well, I would never, never <laughs> Who got it more, you or your sister? You know, huh? Who got more whoopings, you or your sister? Oh, I did. I told I, yeah. How many, well, I have how many, two, I have have two, two sisters. sisters. Okay. We're eight years apart. Well, how, which, one's, which one did I meet? At the comedy Brittany. show, that's Britney. She the baby. So she, she no spanking, yeah, right? She well, she did. She caught did a she? few of them, but she crazy. Okay, she she the one that I had, the pain didn't bother her. Oh, okay. you know, and uh, but yeah, she she the one that you know skipped school stuff like that. Mm. I got in trouble in school too. I was a mischievous. I didn't get in trouble like crime or right. fights and stuff. I just played practical jokes on teachers and students and no, told jokes and stuff. You know, we I remember one time when you did a video where you were taking a shit at the school mm-hmm. and you did a Snapchat live yep. while taking a shit in yep. your police uniform because yep. they did a fire alarm too early. Mm-hmm. How much heat did you get in for that? Uh, you called me and you asked if I snitched on you. I said, I didn't fucking snitch on you. You made it live to the whole fucking where? Raleigh Police Department. No. Oh, no. That's, I didn't say you. Did I? You asked me. Oh. You asked me in the locker room. You said, "Yo, you snitch on me," and I said, "What?" And and because uh, I texted you when you did uh, the the live, right? And then like later on that day, you text me back, like, "Did you snitch on me?" And I said, "What?" And then when you got in the locker room, you were like, "Man, somebody snitched on me," and I had to go yeah. to IA for that video. Yeah, I did. I did have to go there. They was like, "What?" I said, I, "What did I, you say when they said when they brought you in?" What they say? Like, we just watched a video of you taking a shit in mm-hmm. uniform. Yeah. <laughs> What did you I, say? I, I told. I said, "Well, I said I was. I said I waited all day. I've been holding it all day. They did not. They told me when they was going to do it. Do the fire alarm. Okay. So I timed it. I said, okay, I got plenty of time. Yeah. Because when I take a shit, I get naked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I take off everything. I have a pistol belt. I mean, I, I was out of my pants. Only thing I had on was my t-shirt <laughs> under it, my vest. With, with I take shirt my vest stays? off. Take, shirt stays. Everything. Everything <laughs> hanging up. As soon as I sat down and blew, you know, I yeah. had a blowout. Yeah. And then I sat there. And next thing I was, eh, eh, and I'm looking. I'm like, I know they did. I looked at the class. So they went like ten minutes early. You know, we supposed to did it at like two thirty. Yeah. Cause school, you know, in, right, right, right. And they did it like at two o'clock. Stop. And I'm sitting there, and I was on live. I said, "Y'all see this? I ain't just. I'm gonna finish this shit. I'm sorry." Yeah, I, I did. I, I did. You're like these motherfuckers could burn. I'm right, you know my shit I, right. That's, well, that's, I, like I can only imagine what IA said. They're oh, like, well, I didn't get written up, but I did have to answer for it. I told yeah. him. I said I, I was on my on my break. Were they laughing? Or were they like stone no, cold? No, you know, it was the major. I, I had to go see. The oh, you major. had to go straight to the major. Which major was major. it? Do you remember? Um, Rigsby. Oh, oh, yeah. She, did, she didn't like me anyway, dude. That woman hasn't been laid. Probably well, since I mean, the her, early nineties. Well, her husband's like ninety years old. He he was my. Dang, I thought she was divorced or something. Well, no, no. I think she was still married. She's still him. married. Yeah. No way they're having yeah. sex. He, he. No way. He was. Um. He had retired. I put this way: when he retired, I don't even. She's think they a gave him miserable a soul. Yeah, she was. She's a miserable she soul. She was. My old I don't even feel sorry her. for her. I, like, she nah. lo- I don't think that she ever did real police work her whole her whole career. I've never heard anybody say anything nice to her, but she's been in internal affairs for a long time. Oh, yeah, she time. was. She yeah. is like she, she was, was in community yeah. police and stuff like that. You know like that you know the type, right? She was snitching on folks in kindergarten. Yeah. She yeah. been she's never stopped snitching her whole life. Yeah, she then she became letters. a cop and became a snitch. Yep. She oh, type that, she's the type that was writing letters. Passing letters. Oh, yeah. She'd be like, you know, oh, Jay Durant's passing notes, you know? teacher. Teacher, oh, Jay Durant's cutting just, up. And that's what I said. I was like, you have officers out here doing a lot worse. I mean, doing bad things. I ain't bother nobody. See? You just they, try to take a shit, dude. Exactly. You just try to take a shit before the fire alarm goes I, off. Right. And I was like, I was on my break. I've been walking around, been doing things. Yeah, no fighting, no nothing. Everything was good. We were having a fire drill. I go down to my little cubby hole because we had our own little private bathroom. So it's not like I was, 
in one of the main stalls right. or wherever the kids was at. Right. We had our own little word of security because we had yeah, yeah. you know school security, janitor. You know we used bathroom. I was up in there. Damn, they got me. They got you, dude. They got me. They got you, man. Major Rigsby, man, what a bitch. I went to go see Major Rigsby one time, and I just I was in a use of force. So this there was this uh, old man, and the the call was out at an auto zone. And this, this dude was trying, like <laughs> this dumb redneck stumbles into Southeast Raleigh in a broken down ass Jeep. Doesn't realize that he's in Southeast Raleigh. Well, I'm sure he didn't plan where he was going to break down. So he limps this thing over to like the auto zone right there or advanced auto parts on Newburn Avenue. And he's trying to fix his car in the parking lot. And <laughs> one of the Southeast Raleigh and old dudes comes over and tries to give him a hand and the dude's like i don't need a hand bro like i got it and the dude was like you're doing it wrong he's like i'm not doing it wrong he was like well then fuck you then and he gets this verbal altercation guy's like what do you mean i didn't ask you for your help dude you're coming over here trying to help me and i don't even need your shit right. and the dude was like man fuck you and the guy's laying up underneath his car but he's got his head like kind of halfway out of the car because he's trying mm -hmm. to have a conversation this dude picks up a ball ping hammer that the dude had on the ground and cracks him right between the eyes Damn. with a ball ping hammer splits his shit all open blood everywhere mm. and he leaves and so the dude gives me a description uh over the radio um and so i'm like all right well i'm gonna try to find this guy while they're interviewing him and so i drive down the side roads king charles road i think is yeah. right there well. and there's this old like pretty old dude like i'm gonna say it's hard because black people don't age you know what i'm saying so he could have been 100 but he looked 65. black don't crack that's right so he's like i don't know probably 65 which means he's probably like 75. old ass dude and i get over there i was like hey man listen we had a, an altercation over at the advanced auto parts um do you see anybody run through here and he was like nah i didn't see anybody run through here that's crazy what happened at the advanced auto parts and I was like, oh man, this guy just came over and assaulted this dude for no reason. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. He went for no reason. Basically snitched on himself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, gotcha. So I was like, look, man, did you hit that dude in the, in the head with a hammer? And he was like, and he ran. He just stared at me for a second and then he took off running. And he ran like the slow, <laughs> it was like chasing a three-year-old. And he's limping, he's limping like this. He's trying to run. And so I'm behind him and I'm like, I'm running. I'm like, I, this is unbelievable. And I can't smoke an old dude. You know what I mean? I can't like spear tackle a 75 year old dude from behind right. and just drill him onto the pavement. So there was the pavement and then there was all that mud and then there was a sidewalk. And so I was like, well, maybe if I, if I cut across up onto the sidewalk, I can come around and tackle him into the mud. And that way I'm not going to break this dude into a bunch of pieces. So I do, and I tackle I him. Just pushed it, pushed his ass. Well, we I did. I kind of like. I mean, we weren't even running; we were just jogging. So I got up behind him and kind of like just kind of guided him into the mud. And him and I both slid in that you know that orange North Carolina clay, and we just slid. So I've got this orange clay just caked all down the side of my uniform, all down the side of my face because you know I, I was a nice formed rugby tackle. Mm -hmm. So we tackle him, I get him into the thing, and um, and, and then he rolls around on me and he mushes me, you know, with the palm. Mm. Well, so when he puts his palm on my face, I'm like, fuck it. And I punch him right in the teeth and his teeth cut my knuckle wide open. Like his two front teeth, just razor sharp. It might've been up. false teeth. That's what got you. Dude, maybe, but it, it opened up my knuckle. So now I'm bleeding and I get a call on my radio. I mean, on my cell phone, I'm sitting on the guy waiting for backup and I get called internal affairs. And I said, well, I'm, I'm like doing a use of force. She said, put your use of force on hold and come down here. And I was like, oh man, I must have really fucked up. Like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. So I passed this dude off. Like, I mean, I just wrecked him. Like, these cops just show up. I'm like, I go to IA, sorry. And they're like, what? So I jump in my car, car and I drive down to IA and I get down there and I'm waiting in the, in the waiting room. I'm dripping blood. My knuckles are dripping blood. I'll post a picture of my knuckles on the failure to stop Instagram. I'll post the pictures. You can see where they're all swollen. And so I'm sitting there trying not to drip, you know, muddy, wet blood on the IA floor. And I mean, I'm Kate, dude. Like if you painted my sleeves orange with clay, you know, that thick, and it was already starting to dry because I drove all the way to Six Forks. So it was like crispy and crusty. Well, she finally comes out of her fucking office. She looks at me and she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. What happened? I was like, I told you I was in a use of force. And she's like, okay. Um, I didn't know that you were 
actively in a use of force. I thought you were typing. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call, I'm, I'm going to call EMS. We're going to get EMS over here. Um, why don't you come over here? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, okay, um, hang on. She goes and gets major, um, fucking what's that fruit cakes, the fruity one that wore all the shiny suits. He became t Jordan. Oh yeah. That guy. 99% sure that the only reason he was smashing like a hundred chicks a week is because he was secretly gay. He wore makeup. I called him major makeup to his face one time when he was firing me. But anyway, definitely wore makeup for sure. Yeah, yeah, you ever seen him? Uh-uh. That bitch. I remember the name. I remember him, but he wears makeup. hundred yeah. percent. He wore makeup. He I, don't know that. I have no idea what that dude's at. Uh so anyway, he comes out, he takes me into the uh he takes me into the bathroom and he's like trying to get like alcohol wipes. I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? Are you insane? I'm like, I, this is like me, like every other shift. <laughs> like all I need is like some cold water and some time to rinse off. Like I would have literally gone back, taken a shower. So she does the, she cancels the IA investigation, which was bullshit by the way. It was nothing. And, um, and they send me home early, but paid hmm. to go home and take care of all my wounds and shit. That's how detached they are from the reality of what Southeast Raleigh police officers right. do. Like Southeast Raleigh cops do that like every day. Oh, yeah. And your sergeant just be like, well, that's why we have three uniforms in our lockers. Go take a shower and, and get back. Out you there. got 30 minutes, get back on the road, that's you it. know, Grab like, your sandwich. Gosh, dude. But she was like freaking out. She, she tried to call EMS for that. Wow. That's how detached they are from real cop work. How about this one though? We were talking about kids getting spanked. Mm -hmm. This is a Florida couple. Um, this is, uh, da, 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 da. no, this is, I don't know. This is this Florida. It, it, this is a story coming off of, um, uh, news five. This is a couple accused of forcefully tattooing children, tying them down with a rope. This is in, uh, oh, this is in Texas, Angelina County, Texas, a mother and a stepdad have been arrested after they allegedly tattooed their children. Uh, they held them down and forcefully gave them tattoos while gagging their feet, gagging their arms and gagging their mouth. So they couldn't scream tattooed their feet and their shoulders. Um, they used a rope and some tape. They covered their eyes to do this. Um, the affidavit alleges that the parents sought to conceal the kids tattoos by cutting, scraping and scrubbing the tattooed areas and using uh lemon juice to remove the ink so could you imagine holding a child down opening up their skin and then squeezing lemon juice into it to try to get the that's ink crazy. out that's some vile fucked up i'm gonna go ahead and say meth was involved i gotta go ahead and say meth was involved uh megan may far is charged with two counts of injury to a child unlawful restraint while gunner fire is charged with one count of unlawful restraint one count of injury to a child uh, they each have a bond of 35000 $35,000. That's too, too. Not a lot? Too low. That's too low. Too low. Uh, they look like meth heads, though. I mean, she's a little chunky to be a meth head, but she could be meth. Um, damn, dude, that's fucked up, though. Mm -hmm. Holding a kid down. And why would you need to tattoo a child? Like, was he that, practicing? Crazy, I wonder. Crazy. That, I guess because they figured a kid can't say no. But don't you think, like, shouldn't there be, like, just a charge with, like, how about they just can't ever have kids ever? Castration. Yeah, like, we take those kids, <coughs> we put them in the system, <coughs> and you don't ever get to have kids or be around kids ever again. They need, like, a sexual predator <laughs> registry, but for just fucked up parents. Uh, TJR in the chats, because we do have a live chat on YouTube, says there was just a Florida couple that left their kids in the car to sleep overnight so they didn't have to wake them up to go inside. Sally, the baby died from the heat and the parents were high, of course. I saw that. They left them in the car for 14 hours. How do you leave your kids <sighs> in the car that long? Well, but, I mean. But, I mean, and, and, and it's all fair. How old were the kids? That they left in the car for 14 hours? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't read that. I mean, I just saw the headline of that story. I'll tell you this, though. We came home from a skate contest the other night, uh, Saturday night. We got home at 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and the kids were smoked. All of them were, were sleeping, and I felt bad waking them up to get them to go inside. So I can see being in North Carolina where it doesn't get hot till like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon right now. Um, it's definitely not Florida. I mean, like, we're still in the 70s by noon. 
I mean, you're tempted to just say, oh, they look so peaceful back there in the minivan. Just let them sleep it off. But if you go in and sleep for 14 fucking hours in Florida, because <laughs> I guarantee you what they did was left those kids out, went inside and binged, probably did some drugs, probably drank some booze. Because if you're sleeping for 14 hours. That's crazy. And you're an adult and you have kids. You better be drunk. They might not even slept that long. They just said, fuck them kids and went, carried their ass on in the house and left them in there. Probably figured if they smart, they'll get their ass out, they happy ass out. If they hot, they'll get, get the hell up out the car. You know, if they thirsty, get their ass out, come in the house, get them something to drink. That's how some adults. Oh, it think. says he's saying right now in the chats, <laughs> the three or four-year-old woke up and went into the house but left the baby. So the three-year-old was like, man, I'm hot. You're right. He was like, survival of the fittest, bitch. But you can't expect a baby. Like, what's a baby going to let himself out of the fucking car seat? Right. And no. you can't expect the three-year-old to grab the baby. Toddler's temperature was 107 degrees when her body was found in the car. See? Unbelievable. It's a two-year-old. A two-year-old died after she was left. Thank you, Deadleg. Was left in the car for 14 hours, Florida officials say. Uh, her parents have been arrested and charged. Um, dispatchers received a call, screaming woman, just before 4 p.m.? 4 p.m.? Oh, my God. Why are you sleeping till 4 p.m.? They was high. They was high. 100% they were high. So did any of the kids survive? Any of them? Just one kid. Just one. Just the and, one and kid. And they ought to take, take, take that child away from them. Well, they should lock those parents up forever. Yes. Dang. Put their ass out in the car for 14 hours. The lock, girl's lock mom is a 23-year-old. Her name is, uh, I can't read that. What does that say? Catherine? Kathleen? Let me look. Let me get a little bit closer. Yeah, Catherine. Fucked up spelling. Catherine Adams told investigators that she picked uh, her two-year-old and her four-year-old up from a nearby relative's house around midnight after finishing work on Monday, okay, at least she went to work. Evening, according to Tate, by the time Adams got home, her two-year-old had fallen asleep in the car. Adams and the child's father, 32-year-old Christopher McLean, decided to leave the sleeping girl in the car. Like I said, I mean, it sounds, I wouldn't do it, but like, I could be convinced to do it. You know what I mean? Because they do look peaceful and sleepy, but not in Florida. The parents did smoke marijuana. See, the devil's lettuce. But here's my thing. They can always wake up and go back to sleep. Or you pick their ass up and you carry them to their bedroom. It's just that easy. Tomorrow oh, they look peaceful sleep. Yeah, they look peaceful sleep dead now, don't they? Right. Laying in a coffin. All oh, because your dumb ass wanted to damn. Uh, uh, yeah, but see, like, weed. if they got home at midnight, <clears throat> if they got home at midnight, and it says that they didn't remember that the baby was in the car till 4 p.m. It was already smoking. But I mean, weed does weed we doesn't do that. Oh, smoke. They had it laced. Yeah, dude. 4 p.m. and you haven't realized that you haven't fed or changed a fucking diaper. These piece of shit garbage human beings need to go on the wall of absolute fucking shame. They need to go right up here with Casey Anthony. I, I would want to leave my kids in the car when I go in the grocery store for something, you know. I mean, well, you know what? Let me tell you a story. This makes me sound like a piece of shit. Uh, I went to Goodwill and my, my kids didn't want to go in the Goodwill. They didn't mm -hmm. want to go because mom was trying on clothes. So I said, cool, stay in the car, keep the door locked. Don't let anybody in. Don't say anything. It, and bro, it was only like 65 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. Bro, we were in there for like 30 minutes. We came back out. The baby was dripping wet. All the kids were crying, soaking wet. I was like, what the fuck? My son's like nine. He was like, Dad, it was so hot in here. Why did you leave? So I was like, why didn't you come get us? Like, it's a big window. The Goodwill has mm -hmm. a massive window so you can look right at the car. Right. So I kept looking. I was staring at the car the whole time. And there wasn't any movement or anybody going crazy. But I was like, bro, you couldn't like, you couldn't like come inside and come get me. And he's like, you said don't come out of the car for any reason. I was like, so you're just going to sit here and die? Like, dude, come on. So we had to have like a common sense thing. But <laughs> I do see how like, you know, um, that can happen, man. It, it's crazy, dude. That's my worst fear, though, is like accidentally forgetting a child in the car and letting them die. I don't know how you could forget a kid, man. You can forget a kid because you can think that one. Like I forgot my son at the at my old studio See, because my wife was my wife is with me, and then she said, "I'm leaving one of the kids with you," but I didn't hear because I had these headphones on. Let me tell you why black kids don't get left behind. 
Not too many of them do. You know why? Why? Because they know us is shit. <laughs> they get in the car. The car's a fucking playground. They well, I thought the, the kids were with the mother. Up. I didn't know she'd left them with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I left. And then I got home like an hour later. She's like, where's Duke? I was like, I don't know. She's like, well, I left him with you. And I was like, no, you didn't. She's like, yeah, I did. I drove back to the studio, fucking sitting on the couch, dude, at the studio, all locked up, alarm set. Sitting in there chilling. Yeah, for like an hour. Like he, I'd been gone for like an hour. Dang. Oh, probably longer than an hour. Let's- he had a, the motherfucker went into the, in the, the kitchen and got a Mountain Dew, which yeah. he's like, that's probably his second Mountain Dew he's ever had his whole life. Wow. And I was like, dude, why are you drinking Mountain Dew? He's like, you left me. I was like, you snake. I ate his milkshake the other night because uh-huh. he left it in the freezer. We have a rule called root hog or die in this house. It means you don't get to have like, if you don't eat your dinner, if you don't eat everything, like it's root hog or die. Because if somebody finds it, they can eat it. There's no dibs. There's no like putting your name on leftovers. Like, you eat your shit or you go. See, we'd be fighting in the house. Well, it does break Who out. Who took my last damn piece of chicken? We'd be, we'd be ready to fight. Knuckle up. So he, he hid go. my flip flops today. And he wouldn't yeah. tell me. He's like, you ate my milkshake. I'm not giving you the things. Well, anyway, um, thanks, TJR, in the live chats. And, and thank you for everybody that's in the chats. we got some paid members in the chats. If you guys want to support the show, for those of you who are just listening, you can support us by joining our Patreon. Now that we're in the new studio, there's going to be lots of Patreons going out almost every day with baller-ass guests. Uh, lots of crime stuff, crime updates, lots of lots of things going on. So if you want to support the show, become a paid YouTube member or a Patreon member, one or the other. You get the same uh, the same content. You just get it in different forms. Obviously, Patreon users uh, like their audio and the YouTubers like their video. So there'll be a lot of that for both of you guys. Um, and we really appreciate that. Also, tonight's sponsor is Ghostbed at ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack, where they have in a massive Memorial Day sale right now, up to 50% off on all sorts of things. And listen, like I know we save 50% off, but they switch to things that are 50% off. So like, if you can imagine going to Wendy's, it'd be like, it would be like me saying like this week, the chicken nuggets are 50% off. It's like, so, but like, I think it's pretty much site wide at this point for Memorial day. I don't know. It's a huge sale. Um, there's 40% off on things, 50% off on things. They got the adjustable bases, 35% off on all mattresses plus uh, two luxury pillows. I have just recently fell in love with the pillows because we had one pillow that we got and then i went and got us a second pillow because my wife got pregnant and she stole the pillow and um so i had to get another pillow and i'm telling you what guys it's a it's a just the pillow alone is a life changer um so if you gotta if you head over to Ghostbed right now get you the adjustable base that mattress right zero percent down zero percent financing and that's if you got firefighter credit or even state trooper credit Do state troopers have good credit probably those fucking rule following. So I hate them. I had a New York state trooper come into the distillery, listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm a state trooper. And I was like, damn. He's like, I love it when you guys shit on us. And I was like, you know, I love you guys. Though, yeah. Right. Like I just, it's like Marines, right? I was, we're army. We yeah. got to shit on the Marines. I think, I think there are a lot of troopers are alcoholics. Really? Yeah. Cause they, they out there, they by themselves. They lonely. That's a lot shitty job, dude. Yeah. I don't know why people want to be state troopers. Mm. I don't get it. Like, be a real street cop and deal with real crime. I, I like to, you know, I like going to domestics. I like going <clears> to domestics. <throat> yeah, because there's a lot of, well, it's because you like drama. I mean, it's we don't funny want no drama. No, 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 no it's drama. Not, <clears throat> you don't want to see people hurt, but the shit is just funny. Some of it's funny. What they talk about. Yeah. You know, you, you think and you like, they, you know, they're not honoring their vows. You know, they're supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? That's especially, what especially that's what you think. Especially if a dude, <laughs> if a dude cheat, oh my God. Oh. She is laying well, you can't fuck anyway. You little dick motherfucker. And, and I mean, oh, you'd be sitting there like, oh yeah. And I mean, I just be sitting there. It's like watching uh the lifetime channel. <laughs> You sit there and you you you, you learn lessons. You be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not gonna cheat on my old lady. Oh. <laughs> Fuck that, dude! I had this one woman where he was like, uh, she wanted him, she wanted him trespass, and she was like, uh, she's like, get on out of here. I want. I said, what do you guys want to do tonight? Like, what you? This someone? She's like, this is my house. I want him to leave. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm going back to my wife. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, your wife ain't gonna want you now, now that you got the AIDS. And he was like, bitch, you gave me the AIDS and I don't even think I got it yet. 
And I was like, whoa, what? That's what the crazy. fuck? Yeah. See, I'm telling you, you get great stories. Bitch, you gave me you that. Especially I when. I don't even think I got it yet. Especially when you get in there, they know the law, but they tiptoe it. I ain't hear the officer. I didn't hear the. Nobody hit nobody. We just cussing and fussing. We loud. I said, well, as long as you ain't hit her. <laughs> She hit you? No, sir. She, she said they were me. like two swollen black eyes. She looks right. like Rocky and Rocky. And five. the kids, oh, oh. my gosh. It, that, that'll break your heart, too, because the kids witnessed it. You know, and the kids going to tell the truth. Did daddy hit mama? Yeah. <laughs> he did. And the kid be looking dead at that daddy. <laughs> Told you daddy not to hit mama, but you did. Yeah. Like, who called the police? I did. <laughs> Damn. You called the police on your own daddy? Yeah. Why? Because I told him to start hitting mama, he wouldn't. I, see, like, I, I just never once in my life even when i was a cop i only hit one woman as a cop mm -hmm. and i hit her with an open hand that's because she was trying to get a gun out of her hair mm -hmm. in the jail but um that, that story's in the book oh yeah yeah that made the news yeah um but anyway i never i've never been so mad at any girlfriend or you know any relationship that i was right. ever in before i was married that i was like i'm gonna hit a girl right I mean, I just was raised that like you didn't hit a girl for any reason. I mean, even if she had a knife, you probably wouldn't hit her. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even hit her with a gun. I slapped her. Dang. Yeah. You, you, you dealing with a girl, who, a lady, woman who come at you with a knife. Of course, I wouldn't she be with had, a girl. She, yeah, I wouldn't she, be with she, a girl that's coming at me with a right, knife. Right, right, right. Because you were like, well, damn, what did you do to make her go to that extreme? Well, that's I wouldn't have done asked. it. I wouldn't have done you know? anything like that but uh i mean it's yeah well how about this uh i don't know what this guy did to piss off uh his cellmate mm -hmm. but uh <laughs> this is a georgia inmate he tunneled through the wall to attack another inmate so a Georgia inmate, this is coming from, let's see, what is this? The Fox News. A Georgia inmate is set to face new criminal charges after tunneling through a shower wall to stab another inmate. You know you, man. <laughs> he hold a fucking grudge, don't he? I'm going to get your ass one way or the other. But what? He's Dang. tunneling through with like spoons, collecting right. spoons from the chow hall. You know? Shuttling through the fucking shower. He out, he, he out on the yard, you know, shaking rocks out of his bag on <laughs> pants leg that he done kept you know like he Shawshank tunneled, Redemption he tunneled so far that he could have escaped but yeah. instead he tunneled just to fucking stab another right. dude he turned he turned right at the damn shitter oh, oh my god. god the alleged attack by inmate Kavion Thomas on Deron Deron Nay Deron Nay Russell who was being D-E-R-O-N D-N-E-Y D Ron Dene, D Ron Day, Russell, who was being held in a neighboring cell block, happened Wednesday night at the Fulton County Jail. It's crazy. Uh, it presents a constant challenge for us to eliminate things like this from access to inmates. Interim Fulton County Jail Commander Curtis Clark told the station, "This jail has clearly outlived its useful life. The reality makes it even more challenging for us to do our job of providing the safest possible environment, not only for our staff but the inmates as well." I don't know if we have the, uh, I don't know if Deadleg has the picture. He does. He's got the picture on mm -hmm. our YouTube channel. Do you see this hole in the wall? Can you see it? Mm -hmm. That's wild, dude. Like, that's real concrete and tile and ground. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, he did. Damn. I wonder if they're allowed to watch Shawshank Redemption in prison or if they just, <laughs> they put that one on the, you can't watch it. They can't watch they it. Can't they can't watch no prison ideas. <laughs> Shawshank. They can't watch. The whole nine yards. The castle. They can't watch. Oh, I forgot about the castle. Penitentiary one, two, and three. <laughs> Remember that one back <laughs> yeah. in the day? What was the underground fighting one where they like fought in jail and they had like the fight clubs in jail? Is that a kickboxer? One of the kickboxers? Oh, uh, there was one with Ben Rings and Wesley Snipes. <clears throat> yeah. What was it called? Undisputed undisputed where yeah he was a boxing champ yeah it sort of played off he like yeah. mike tyson mm -hmm. you know yep. vim reeves was a good boxer he was a champion but he got caught up in a rape scheme and they gave him three years and yeah. he went there and he you know they had boxing stuff right. going on and wesley was the champ and he fought wesley the agreement was if he you know yeah he, he fought <clears throat> they let him out early yeah wesley whooped his ass Yep. And he was like, you know, that don't count. Don't don't, uh, don't say nothing about it. 
they had a lot of money riding on and shit. But yeah, Vince, uh, yeah, Wesley Snipes and Vince Rams, Ramos, Vin Reams, Vin Vin Reams, Vin Reams. I know the guy. I just didn't know that was his name. I might watch that tonight after this thing. It was good. It was good. It was good. Do you remember the Hurricane? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was based off a true story. I know. Ruben, Ruben. Yeah, Ruben. Yeah. I can't remember what his name is, but Ruben Snyder. No, somebody Ruben something. Uh, <coughs> the hurricane. But yeah, anyway, uh, I guess don't piss somebody off so bad that they're willing to tunnel their way through a shower stall to come sh- just to come and stab your ass. That is some hate. That's so next level about, shit. So he 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 started. He's I like, hope that the dude like raped him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to be something bad for. I mean, that's a lot of words. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you get caught and you don't do what you set yeah. out to do yeah. you didn't lay a get lay a hand on that motherfucker you know yeah the mission abort the mission you know <laughs> abort you know you done did all that and uh, I, I just that's crazy why not just get him in a chow hall line you know yeah i think he's probably trying to shank him while he's asleep so he doesn't get caught right you know what i'm saying but i mean it's like, like what, some Navy I mean, what, seal what shit. was he gonna do uh read put all the dirt back in the hole, patch the hole up after he done stabbed No, but him. I figured if he crawls through the hole and stabs him and then crawls back and goes back to his own cell because he did it from the shower, they wouldn't have no idea who went through. They would have. But I mean, the, the video cameras and shit. But I guess there's no videos in the showers. That's right, why he did right, it. Yeah. And on the sales too. Mm. I think there's just on the camera like in the, you know, the breezeway or the, the pods. Oh, they don't have cameras uh, that face your cell? Because I would look at that bitch every night and nah. jerk off. Be like you like that cards you like that <laughs> finger in my ass oh, man. um trying to squeeze it and hit the camera <laughs> <laughs> damn it yeah. inmate 6920 done jizzed on the camera again <laughs> we're gonna have to put a raincoat on it <laughs> That'd be crazy. Oh, dude I, I that's all i would do in jail is jerk off i'd jerk off all day long like i would just they would call they'd change my name to like jack yeah comes jack give me bring me some lotion what yeah. you want for commissary you want some chips oodles and noodles cigarettes no i want jerrigan's lotion yeah give me that jerrigan's bitch you know? uh all right how about this i wanted to get to this story before we get out of here tonight seattle crime forces the postal service to temporarily hold deliveries for an entire zip code could you imagine now like and you saw the movie the postman with kevin costner yes yeah. right so the postman like the the post office takes pride in like blizzard snow hurricanes like my dad retired as a postal employee for like 35 years like there was you did not get off for any kind of weather any kind like you worked through it all all right so you it's got to be real bad so this is uh this is another report uh this is coming off of fox news as well um it says reportedly mail theft in Seattle reportedly forced the United States Postal Service to pause deliveries for an entire zip code um, this month. According to local reports, the Postal Service announced mail delivery for the 98118 zip code. Um, the delivery was halted since last week for less than 900 residents. The Seattle Times reported uh, residents in the zip code were told to pick up their mail from the local post office while delivery services were paused due to the rise in mail theft and vandalism we'll be holding all mail for your address uh we do not have an exact date of when all master locks will be replaced a sign on a mail container near and the columbia neighborhood of the city red according to king five uh residents who spoke to the outlet said that they were not alerted to the pause and deliveries by the postal service only discovering the hold by talking to neighbors or seeing facebook posts well i mean you know what i mean like they can only do their best All right you know at least you still found out about it but it was for mostly in part apartment buildings so that's crazy well i mean you know what i mean that's what they get like seattle is like the number one city that started that whole defund the police bullshit. Mm. so this is the kind of petty shit that they're gonna have to deal with oh yeah when they when they just let they, when they let misdemeanors go and they don't hold them for bond and all this other shit, what, then why not commit misdemeanors your whole life like who right. gives a fuck? right you can get a job that, anywhere that, in seattle yeah. with like a, a misdemeanor charge it doesn't ask you how many misdemeanors she says have you ever been charged sure. with a misdemeanor as long as you don't lie yeah as long as you that's don't the lie. thing you can have a criminal record just don't lie about it when they ask you you Damn. know they'll be like did you fuck somebody really in their ass <laughs> in public yeah at the bus stop of course yeah i did you know okay all right don't just don't lie about it said so, no i've never had anal sex you know 
that's lie. They gonna they gonna give it in your ass. They gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. They, oh no, you lied to us. Why does it always go to in your you ass? Can't with lie. You? Huh? Why is it always good in your ass with you? No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. Talking soft. That, that's what you heard. That, talking soft, you and now you're talking see, about. See, all my other words were wah, 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 wah. Okay, it was Charlie Brown. You heard that. God, I hate these stupid pop-up ads on my computer that blast through my headphones. So that, do you hear it? I did hear that. God, it's so loud. Um, how about this article right here? Um, speaking of taking it in the ass, uh, our pervert of the week. Pervert of the week. Former Baltimore City police officer charged with child sex abuse crimes. We love nothing more to do on our Monday Uncuffed show than exposed uh, foul pedophile sex rapist. Uh, we like to expose them on this show. Today we're exposing Larry Tucker, 56. He's facing 16 sexual offenses, uh, including nine felony counts of sex abuse with a minor the crimes allegedly happened between 2011 and 2013 an indictment issued by Baltimore city grand jury. Tucker was also charged with two felony counts of sexual solicitation of a minor felony, child pornography and conspiracy to commit a sexual offense charge. I hope this indictment motivates victims to come forward regardless of how much time has passed or who the perpetrator is. No one is above accountability said Baltimore city state's attorney, Ivan Bates. I applaud my public trust and police integrity unit for securing this indictment and beginning the pursuit of justice for these victims. I also thank Maryland state police for their partnership and central collaboration in this case. Mm-mm-mm. Take his balls. I wonder what he did. There's not really much else on the article except that he got arrested, but I guess it's pretty bad. I mean, I'm too not, many counts. All that's a lot. Counts. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot. I mean, one count is bad enough. Right. But when you get, you know, 16, 16, 17, Jesus. people coming out the woodworks. Come on now. Some of that shit you can't make up. Well, that <laughs> was our sex crime of the week. Um, and that takes us to our. I want to say one thing. Zero of the week. I want to Go say up. one thing. Say it. Say it's whatever you want. As you can see in the background who I have up there. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. I'm thinking about we're going to put another Bill Cosby up here. You want to put two Bill Cosby's up Bill, there? Bill, hey, Bill. Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. 85, damn near 90 years old. Okay. For me, a young black comedian, he, as a comedian, he was very brilliant. He was funny. Mm. Okay. Oh, he was super funny. I mean, he came up with stuff. Now, I never got to work with him, but all his albums, all his shows, everything we supported and watched because, I mean, he, he was he was brilliant. He was funny. Came up with Fat Albert in the game, you know, based on his, his growing up in yep. Philadelphia with the kids. All uh, You know, it was just hilarious. It was educational because I remember in school, they used to show Fat Albert in the game on the the damn projectors well before they had projectors they had those big ass uh the wheels you know the film and we would put it up there and feed it through the tube and we'll watch it and it was funny but you know all these years later stuff came out about bill cosby here's my thing back in them days everybody was trying to to be put on and bill took a advantage of the situation I don't think he drugged every woman. That's what I always thought because I didn't think he needed to. No. Like, who's not exactly. going to fuck Bill Cosby? Right. I mean, it didn't matter whether it was Caucasian, African American, uh, Asian American, Pacific Islander, whatever. He was just, he was Bill Cosby. Unless that was his he thing, did. unless he wanted to fuck a dead fish. Well, yeah, see, some people have those type of fetishes. I mean, I don't know. But, but when, like, I find it hard to not believe it from all those. Like, you know that no attorneys want to touch that right. unless they know they've got a bombshell case. Right. Like, but see, my thing is Bill Cosby. Right. You know you're going to get shit on for arresting Bill Cosby. Right. But see, here's my thing, though. I I believe he he slept with every one of them. Mm-hmm. I believe if there was mm-hmm. 50 women, I I really believe he he slept with every one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't believe he drugged all of them and they didn't know 
that they was taking right. something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, weren't some of them like underage? Weren't they like mine? Mm-hmm. No, they were all mm-hmm. of age. They was all of age. Oh. A lot of these was women that was executives or trying to be actresses, trying to, you know, get Oh, put so on. like he did like the Harvey Weinstein. Right. You know, oh, fucking, you like, know, I'll they, make you famous, baby. Right. Come, right. Come on, on. You know, or they, Urge, you know, stuff like that. Right. You know, and, you I'll know, make you famous. I mean, I really believe he slept with all of them. He was he was a cheater. He you know mm-hmm. he cheated on his wife, wife you know beautiful wife. She's at the house with the kids, five kids. Crockett Cassidy in the chat says technically they didn't sleep together if only one of them was sleeping. Right. <laughs> well, I mean they were probably snoring. They were snoring. Yeah. You know they were snoring because yeah. they you know was drugged. He was probably high. It's just too, too many accounts. Exactly. So a lot of counts. But see, here's my thing. Why, like that's a why, lot of women lying. Why you wait 40 fucking years to now try to come get this man? I mean, maybe they just needed one person to come out. And well, then they were like, oh, good. Because I mean, like. Come on, man. If you fondle my balls and 20 other motherfuckers <laughs> fondle my balls, I'm not going to wait until after that 20th first person fondle my balls before I say, hey, you know, what's the name fondle my balls? Yeah, but okay. No. So like. 40 years ago, women didn't really have the rights that they have now either. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like they might go on her. They might be called slutty. They might not have gotten the job. They wanted the job. You know what I mean? That might have been like, yo, listen, dude, there was this girl uh, that I worked with just before I became a cop. Like when I was like between being a military and being a police officer, I had Mm -hmm. a job. And there was a girl and she would not stop grabbing my ass all day long every I've time you was at the, what's, what's so good about you, you got a flat really, ass it is pretty flat i would go and like get water out of the water fountain she'd slap my ass or like i'd be at the copy machine she'd slap my ass i'd be like behind the counter she'd slap my ass like this bitch would never do it but i never said anything to anybody because i was like oh, i don't fucking how does she look bitch. not great that's why <laughs> not great <clears throat> maybe like a four probably she was trying to get your attention I know she was, but I didn't want to give her my time. I wanted her to stop touching my ass. But like, you know, I don't know. I didn't feel like I, you know, I felt like if I did that, I would just be stirring up some shit. Right. Maybe these girls just didn't want to stir up some shit. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'll i never know because I'm not a woman. Right. But like, I, I, I would ask the same thing. But I mean, obviously it's a thing because women constantly do that. Like what, slap your ass? No, get raped and don't say oh. anything to anybody about yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like if somebody rapes me, like if you pin me down in here and you fuck me in the ass, like not only am I gonna murder you in your sleep and I'm gonna dig a hole through your shower and stab you to death, right. but like I'm also gonna tell like everybody that you fucked me in the ass. But if I'm dead, I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> what? I mean, if said, I told everybody Right, if you kill me, you'd be like, well, <laughs> I won't be able to live with the shame. No, you know I'll be gone. I would just kill me. stab you in the dick. Then so you just have no dick. See, that's crazy. And then in your cell, I'd put like videos of me fucking other women, and you just have to watch it. In the cell, just make you watch it all the time in your cell. You're like, oh, I got no dick. I can't ever do that again. In the cell, can you Look imagine? Tansy. You know that that was uh, Wu Tang. I was watching the Wu Tang mm-hmm. saga, and don't you know there was a rapper who was affiliated with them. I can't think of his name, but I read it because I was watching the show and I'd like to pull up and start Googling, you know, facts and stuff. But he cut his dick off. He just recently got married. And I'm like, he sli- I guess they must have reattached it or something. Oh, but Was yeah, he on something, drugs? I think so. He had to be. He had to be. I never Because, man, drugs. hell, I mistakenly zipped my shit up. Oh, it's so bad. And you're talking about hurt and pain and cry. Oh, my gosh. Can, but can you imagine somebody slicing you? I mean, Lorena Bobbitt, your ass, you know. Bro. Oh my God. You know the dude that she cut, that she did that yeah, she slut, Yeah. You know, he he went into porn after he got it back. No, he did. He did. They said he went into porn. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, John Bobbitt. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. He's got it pulled up on the Wikipedia yeah. boards. Of course, I can't read that. Yeah. That's like way too small. Read. But uh, they said he got it reattached. I think he had a couple of inches to it. And, All right. I've saved the best story did. for last. Uh, the best story I've saved for last. Okay. You ready for this I'm one? Ready. I don't think you're ready for this one. Right. This is a Florida man story. Oh, gosh. I know you love. Florida. I know you love your Florida man stories. Uh, this one comes out of Naples, which I don't know if you know where Naples is, but Naples is just below Tampa. Okay. And it's that. Richie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Tom Brady had a place down there, Naples. Okay. Tom Cruise. I think he's got yeah, a place I not too far him. from there. There's a lot of uh, 
Naples has a lot of those uh, Scientology Scientology fucking yeah, yeah. people too. Um, but anyway, here we go. A housekeeper in Florida encountered a horrifying situation. This is coming from KTSM.com. Uh, she encountered a horrifying situation when she was called to clean up a crime scene by a client. The Collier County Sheriff's Office said Wednesday, Anthony Michael Corrado, who's 34 years old, he lives in Naples, called a maid to clean up, quote, a real mess. He's like, yo, I got a real mess. I need you to come and clean this up. So he lives in Golden Gate Estates. Uh, and so she shows up. He brings her into his grandmother's room where she finds a blue tarp. She's like, what's, what's under the tarp? What's with the tarp? He's like, I need you to help me clean this up. He removes the tarp and it's his dead grandmother who he bludgeons to death with a hammer. Dang. Blood everywhere. So she's like, uh, and, and she had a plastic bag around her head. The grandmother had a plastic bag. So the, the maid jumped down to take the bag off of the head and Cordero says, stop. Uh, you're going to get blood everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, okay, you're right. She's like, let me go get this. Is how smart this chick is. Mm -hmm. She's like, let me go get my cleaning supplies and we'll get this cleaned up. So she goes outside. As soon as she gets outside, she bolts it to her car, throws it in reverse, leaves and go and goes and gets the cops. Uh, one. the, uh, the individual is in our custody. Thanks to a swift response by the deputies and quick thinking, uh, of the maid. Uh, Collier deputies responded to the home where they encountered Corrado outside with blood still on his clothes. As he told uh, the deputies that his name was Dave. Uh, my name is Dave. Uh, there was also a vehicle that had backed into the driveway, leading deputies to believe that the grandfather returned from the grocery shopping after the maid had left. He was then attacked by Cordero during that time. The deputies searched the home and found the grandmother's body, which they said appeared to have been blunt force trauma to the head. They also found Cordero's grandfather still alive, wrapped in a blanket and suffering from injuries consistent with blunt head trauma. According to the documents, deputies said that they noticed blood on the inside of the walls of the home, along with a bloody hammer left on the kitchen countertop. Uh, upon being read his Miranda rights, Cordero or Corrado, however you say his name, refused to speak to detectives. Or the sheriff's office said that they noticed blood splatter on his clothes which were taken for evidence. According to the sheriff's office, Mary Shavoni had a protection order against Corrado who had been released from prison last year. Court records show that the female victim filed a protection from domestic violence order back in 2018. Corrado has been charged with second degree murder, aggravated battery of a person over 65. Uh, a judge ordered him to have no contact with his grandfather and to surrender any firearms. He was also issued no bond for the murder charge. See, that's the thing, man. Those domestic violent papers ain't shit. Yeah. They're not. No. They're not shit to a crazy person. A person who don't think rationally or whatever, they don't give a damn. They stand up in front of a judge and the judge tell them, oh, you have to stay 100 feet away from their job. You can't, you know, this and that. They, they're not listening. Yeah. That paper is not going to do anything because, mm. hell, I was in court where a lady after that happened, mm -hmm. the 50B order was read out, read mm -hmm. to him. He had his copy. He still stalked her ass at, at the courthouse, <laughs> leaving. He still, you don't supposed to be talking to her. He talking to her on the way out the door, trying to, you know, and they gave her time to leave first and then for him to leave. And instead of his ass going on by his business, he going to follow down there. Hey, hey, hey. You can hear him hollering at her. Hey, trying to get her attention. And the deputy, we looking at the deputy like, He's violating it. You want to go get him? <laughs> let's, let's this go. is your jurisdiction. You're in the courthouse. You're the deputy at the courthouse. You want to go get him? What he said? You know, he just looked like, oh, and get on the oh, radio yeah, to go yeah. call the supervisor. I was like, you Damn. motherfucker. Just go get him. <laughs> just go get that piece of shit. All right, right. last story of the night. Uh, this is a funny one. This one's sad. This is coming from 25 News out of Boston, Massachusetts. This happened in Danvers at St. John's Prep. Uh, school a um, so somebody got swatted you, you're familiar with what being swatted is mm -mm. what's that being swatted is like you and i are live streaming right now mm -hmm. if somebody had the address for our live stream what they might do if they don't like our live stream and tifa does this a lot is they'll say that there is a, a hostage situation going on at this address and so the swat team will come and blow in the doors and kick it in and swat your ass even though all you're doing is live streaming like a video game or something mm. 
But a lot of times when people get swatted, they'll be like in the middle of playing video games against other people and they might be winning. <laughs> so they'll call it in and they'll be like, yo, at this house, I've got a gun and I've got my mom held hostage, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they'll get swatted <laughs> in the middle of their game. People think it's funny. So this is a swatting incident that happened at the school. And one of the arriving officers shows up and has a negligent discharge of his firearm. Accidentally pops one off. Does a little office pop, a little SWAT pop. Barney Five shit. Yeah. Well, this turns into an impromptu <laughs> active shooter drill because the school people think that the swatting event has actually turned into a school shooting. And so they lock down and they call it a school shooting, which brings in like 20 neighboring state troopers, like every single cop on duty, off-duty officers, everybody piles into the school. They take down the whole school, kicking in doors. All the kids are hiding under the tables, all because one cop accidentally popped off his firearm when he got on scene. You know he feels like a real fucking loser. Oh yeah. I wouldn't go to the I wouldn't go back to that locker room for the rest of my life. I mean, I don't know if you get if you have an, an office pop in Raleigh, do they just fire you? Anybody well, you, have an office pop and they get away with it? Well, we had uh, didn't we have an officer shoot uh, another officer in the ass? Yeah, but that was he was justified in shooting the person. He just mm. missed the person and hit the other cop in the ass. Damn! And he was in the gun holster. So, damn! Wasn't it Malzahn that got shot? I think so. I don't know. I never really got that whole story. Yeah. But I mean, I'm really good friends with that cop that got shot. Mm. But Is I guess he, it was like he's still active. No, duty? no, he owns a um, a dog company. A tra- no, a I'm canine talking about the one that got shot in the ass. Yeah, the one that got, that was Malzahn, right? No, I thought Malzahn did the shooting. I oh, so. whoops. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Or was that the dude that got that was like got shot like three times in the stomach in Iraq? It was him. He medically retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, because he got shot in two different deployments. He got shot both times. Damn. Then he comes to Raleigh Police and gets shot in the hip. Ain't that some shit? That's right. You are right. Yeah, because it went off. It went through. It went off his holster. They both had their guns out, so his mm. holster was empty. So it went through the holster and into his hip. Mm. Uh, golly, man. Um, man. Uh, law enforcement. <laughs> Oh my God. Could you imagine, dude? Like they did secondary searches on this shit. They held the school lockdown for like over an hour. And this cop's just sitting there like, oh God. Dude, I'll tell you, when I was young, they cleared the school for a bomb threat. Like this is like a month after Columbine. Hmm. My mom set me out my lunch and we were out of brown paper bags. So I didn't have a bag to take my sack lunch in. So I got a food line brown paper bag. And I put my whole lunch in a big giant fucking brown paper bag. And then I rolled it down, uh-huh. you know, because I wasn't going to like throw it in my backpack. It was going to get smashed. I right. had to put it in something. Well, I went to the bathroom before school and left the fucking bag in the bathroom. Damn. And they called in a bomb threat. They thought there was a bomb in the fucking thing. But they said they hear something ticking. Bro, the funny thing is my mom, she always on my napkin, she always put, I love you, boo and put a smiley face with like a heart around it. It was like mm-hmm. a heart smiley face. And uh, so they found it. It was like, it was a bag lunch and it was addressed to, I love you, boo, was what the napkin was in the inside. And like, I, luckily my friends didn't know that that was me, but like, that was my fucking lunch. Damn. I never said anything about it either. They cleared the school? Oh, for, they closed school for the whole day. Well, you know what? You they know sent what? everybody out to the football field. And- you know, in North Carolina, I mean, this was before, this was like literally like two months after Columbine. So like they had never had a school shooting up at the Columbine. So like, this was just like new shit. You know what I mean? Mm. It was like, everybody go out of the baseball field. I mean, the football field and stand by and, you know, and they call in like bomb squads or whatever. Well, I'm going to tell you the crazy thing. Nowadays in the state of North Carolina, they leave it as the discretion of the principal if they want to clear the school or not. Oh, I would not. In other words, the I'd kids, clear every time. They, they would have the kids in the classroom. They couldn't go to the bathroom, couldn't walk the halls or nothing. They'll be in class. They will instruct the teachers to close the door. Don't let these students out, you know. And we would come through, have the dogs and the uh, administrators. For like a bomb pair threat? With officers, yeah. Oh, my and they, God. And we, we would search the whole inside and out of the school while the kids are in the classrooms. Now, the kids couldn't move. 
They couldn't go out to go to the bathroom. They couldn't do nothing. They had to stay in, this, in their classroom. Is but that it, safer than, I guess, going out of the football field? Uh, well, I, I guess, guess nowadays with active shooters. Right. But, you know, they, that was, but it wasn't law enforcement's decision. They left that up to the principal, to the administrators, whether they wanted to take them out or not. Damn. So a lot of times I, they'd be like, they used to ask me, oh, sorry, what, what you think? And I'm like, shit, I would say take them out. <laughs> but Close I, can't, it early. I can't i can't really say that because it's your discretion it's, it's your decision you know i just have to follow what you want you know relay it to my guys you know but if my child was up in there i'd be like get them the fuck out you yeah know? right you know, yeah. <laughs> just call me i'll give get them right out. exactly uh listen um bosco autry in the live chat says that there's a bunch of people watching on the youtubes but only nine uh, have hit the like button yeah man if you're watching us live on this monday night on our youtubes Go ahead and give us a like. Maybe give us a, a subscribe. Hit that little dinger, especially if you're this far in the show. Feather Stop brings you five shows a week. Uh, starting it off every Monday with uh, Uncuffed with comedian, former police officer, Jay Durrell White. Um, always a good time. Always fun. We're in the new studio for the first time, so we're just getting our wings under us, getting our new footing. Uh, and so we, we've got to, uh, you know, it's only gonna, the show's only going to grow from here. We've had a great time. Um, Feather Stop has just been crushing, and we would not have the studio if it wasn't for all of our paid Patreon members. Are paid uh, uh, advertisers like Manscaped, Stamps.com, Ghostbed, and of course all of our all paid YouTube members. Which there's a lot of paid YouTube members in the chat today: Carly, Falconator, Tactical Dude, Meat Potatoes, Crockett, Cassidy. Thanks for being a paid member, sir. Joseph Russo, Will Cray, as always. Um, and if listen, I'm not going to just keep scrolling through. Dimitri Litovska. I don't even know how to say your name, sir. Dimitri Litovsk. Litovsk. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is that Ukrainian? Is that Russian? I don't know. Uh, but thank you for being a paid member, sir. It's pretty fucking awesome, dude. Mer 530 is always in the chats. Thank you so much. Uh, we guys love you. We appreciate you guys. Uh, tomorrow will be uh, Night Shift with uh, Andrea Uplate myself, giving you some guys some real good true crime. I know she's got a really good story for us. And uh, head over to Patreon, guys, because starting tomorrow, we're going to be putting out a lot more Patreon content. Got a Last Row Wine Show. I built a set just for the Last Row Wine Show. That's be coming in the next couple of weeks. So stand by for that, all you Patreon lovers out there. Um, um, For myself, Jay Darrell White, Casey Anthony, and Bill Cosby, this has been Uncuffed. Until next time, guns up and giddy up. Later.